What is going on? Part of my pancreas crew. Stoked to have you guys here for today's story because in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about something kind of serious, kind of life-changing. All right, so uh, over the last month, my wife and I got into a new apartment, and during that phase, there was a bit of an overlap where for an entire month, we actually technically had two apartments. We had to pay double rent. It was kind of not fun. But in that process, while moving out of our old place into our new place, we discovered something. We learned about something that actually held a lot of potential danger for us that we didn't know about before. I want to share with you today how that can impact your diabetes and how you can avoid it. So, without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, crew, so you heard me talking about moving, right? About a month ago, my wife and I moved into a new spot, and I'll tell you a quick story about how that worked. We were looking at apartments for about six months. My wife was an amazing apartment hunter, looking at different ones, finding the right spots. Finally found this place and said, you know what, let's go, we're taking it. And they were like, what? And we're like, yes, we will move in tomorrow. We, we need this spot, <laughs> this is worth it, and we, uh, we wanna move in before anybody else takes it. Now, reason that we were so ready to go is because we had already gotten burned in other situations. We had gone in and said, hey, we love this spot, we're gonna think about it a little bit, uh, you know, take a week and think it over, and less than a week later, we get an email or a phone call saying, oh, sorry, uh, you didn't act fast enough, somebody else took it. And we're like, what? That place was amazing, we should have just jumped in. And so we decided we need to learn from our mistakes, right? And uh, there's actually something called an opportunity cost. I'll cover that in a second. But ultimately, we decided we need to take this place. It is what we want. We need to stop wasting time thinking about stuff. We've thought about it long enough. And there's an entire false belief we can get into about and anybody who says, I need to think about it, when they already know their answer is stupid, right? And I am that person as well. I have made that same mistake. Oh, I want to think about it. In my head, I know that I wanted those apartments but I wanted to take time because I didn't want to jump into something and then feel stupid later. And then I felt stupid later because I missed the great apartments, right? So ultimately a lot of us, a lot of us fall into this way of thinking where I want to think about it is really, I want to procrastinate, right? I don't want to make the wrong decision. So I'm, I'm going to hesitate and oh darn, the opportunity is gone. So there's this thing called opportunity cost. And we knew that when we jumped into this apartment, we were going to have to pay 30 days at our old apartment because we didn't give 30 days notice. We found out that day we want to move. Oh, great, well let's give our notice real quick, right? A 30 days notice to our old apartment so that we can move. So there was an overlap where we knew we would be paying double rent. Oof, oof, that's not fun. Now, I mean, it's a little bit fun driving back and forth and thinking to myself, I'm driving to my second apartment, right? Like, that's kind of cool. Like, oh, it's 15 minutes away. My other apartment, you get to think I'm all fancy. But then you're like, oh, right, I'm paying two rents right now. This is stupid. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that's a different topic. But 
driving back, what we're doing is we're cleaning out the old apartment, making sure it looks pristine, right? You want to make sure that we leave it in great condition as we move into our new place. And so we're going back, we're scrubbing walls, we're detailing the kitchen, the bathroom, we're vacuuming everything, making sure it looks great so we leave it in great condition. Now, here's the thing. While we're moving out, while we're cleaning, you know, removing all the furniture, we have a look around the property, we hear some people chatting, there's black mold in the apartment. The freaking apartment had black mold in it. And for those of you who don't know, black mold is toxic. It's very bad for you. It can cause a series of health conditions and issues. There was black mold in the apartment complex. Not ideal. Now, we knew it was a less than ideal apartment when we first moved in. Now, here's the, the quick story on that. We moved in literally the week before lockdown, when COVID started. No. Not fun either, right? We thought this is going to be a month-to-month place to look for a new place because my wife got a new job. So we had to move up there real quick, right? Opportunity cost comes into play again. Oh, new job. Let's go. It's my wife's dream job. Let's just move up there, find a place, and we'll get it figured out. Well, then lockdown happened. A couple different, uh, you know, series of events where we couldn't really move and led us to longer than an ideal time in that place. So we knew it wasn't perfect, but what we did not know is that there was black mold in that apartment complex. Now, I didn't see black mold in our apartment and we kept our stuff very clean. Uh, we're very clean individuals, so that's not an issue. But the fact that it's in the complex, that's scary. And this is not what's gonna kill diabetics, so don't worry, this isn't like the story's not over yet. But what I want you to see is that we knew that place was less than ideal, but because of lockdown, because of the situation that we were in, we got comfy and said, you know what? Uh, we'll just ride this one out. Right? I think a lot of people got into that mindset. Oh, lockdown. Oh, COVID. Oh, this and that. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Well, because of lockdown, I can sit here and live a less than ideal life. Because of COVID, I don't have to take care of my health, my fitness, my eating. We all like to make excuses. And when excuses are made for us, we become complacent. Right? And getting this apartment, right? We thought it was great because it was month to month. We're like, great, we're just gonna sit here and hang tight until COVID goes out, goes through. You know, six months later, we're like, okay, lockdown's still very much a thing. What are we doing? So my wife started looking for an apartment. Over the course of six months, finally found this new place. And I realized there's a correlation between apartments and diabetes with this whole uh, apartment hunting process we went through, having the overlap, first of all, overlap a lot of people think that they're fine they're complacent they make excuses blood sugars are supposed to go up and down with type 1 diabetes right the blood sugar roller coaster is something that everybody deals with no it's not it's really not it's something you've been told is normal so that you don't think that you're uh, the worst diabetic out there and that's good there should be a level of encouragement of it's okay it happens because it does it does happen to me, it does happen to everyone every once in a while. But the diabetes blood sugar roller coaster should not be your norm. That is not normal. And when you adopt this level of complacency of, okay, the apartment isn't perfect, but maybe we'll just hang out and deal with it. Okay, well, my blood sugars aren't perfect, you know, I spike after meals and I go crazy low during workouts, but I'll just deal with it. No! That is complacency. That is you saying to yourself, I am not worth a higher level of blood sugar control. Do you think that you're worth more than that? 
Do you think you deserve to have stable blood sugars? We can start there. That's the source of our thinking. That's really important as well. But we'll skip over that for today. What I want you to think about is, in your life, with your diabetes, are you allowing this opportunity cost way of thinking to get in your way of leveling up? Have you adopted this level of complacency in your life where you sit there and think, well, it's not that bad, it's not that dirty, it's not that less than ideal, and unbeknownst to you, there's black mold growing in the background somewhere, right? Your blood sugars are wreaking havoc on your blood vessels, on your brain, on your muscles. It's going to lead to things that you don't want. Complications, right? At what point in your life will you experience enough pain to say, you know what, I'm done with this. Enough is enough. Blood sugars need to be controlled. I will do whatever it takes. What does it take to get to that point? And I'll tell you a story from my life. You may or may not be familiar with this, but a couple years ago, I almost died because of blood sugars. I was in a foreign country by myself and I almost died from a low blood sugar. Now that's obviously a big summary. <laughs> There's a lot more that goes into that story and that's for another time. But what I want you to understand is that I had that rock bottom moment where I thought to myself, holy crap, I almost died. This needs to change. Something needs to change. My blood sugars need to be more controlled. I need to have more certainty behind what I'm doing. I need to understand what the heck causes blood sugars to go up and down. That led me obviously down my own path of discovering the 80-20 blood sugar formula, of experimenting on myself for years, researching, talking to medical staff. That led me down that path. And your journey might be different, but will it take the ultimate pain to get you to take action? Or will you decide that today is the day you're going to stand up, motivate yourself, because, you know, just waiting for motivation is crap. It's not going to happen. Motivate yourself and say, I am going to do this. I am doing this. See, people are motivated by one of two things. All humans, all creatures, either they are moving towards pleasure or away from pain. Towards pleasure or away from pain. Most people will not take action to create change until the pain is so bad that they cannot, cannot ignore it. They remain complacent. They say, you know what? Ugh, ignorance is bliss. I'm just going to deal with blood sugars as they come. Oh, shoot. I lost my leg. Oh, shoot. I lost my eyesight. Diabetic complications kick in. Then they go, oh, no. I got to take care of this. It's too late. You have a choice today to avoid future complications that could be in your future. Now, obviously, there's no 100% certainty there, but give yourself the best chance moving forward to avoid a life you don't want to live. What will it take for you to take action? Right? Is it going to be one leg? Is it going to be both legs? Is it going to be your eyesight, kidney failure, organ failure? Is it going to be a near-death experience? Or... Will you decide that moving towards pleasure, moving towards the best life that you deserve, is enough motivation for you to take action today? To start card counting, to look at your pre-bolus timing, to look at your actual basal bolus and correction factors, to look at, maybe I should exercise every day. 
Maybe I should hire a coach or a trainer in the gym to teach me how to exercise. Maybe I should figure out and read some books on how to control my blood sugars. Maybe I should join a program or hire a diabetes coach to give me the shortcut to figure this thing out because diabetes is annoying and I don't want to deal with that anymore. Enough is enough. Is today that day for you? Only you can make that decision. Now obviously today, this is kind of a butt kicker episode. This is me telling you, if you don't take action today, then you will continue to live in complacency. For six months, we hunted apartments, looked around and said, oh, maybe we'll find one. We were very passive. Okay, we wanted to think about it a lot of times. We missed out on opportunities to get amazing apartments. As a result, we finally decided one day, hey, enough is enough. This place is perfect. We're jumping on it. I don't care if we have to pay two separate rents for an entire month. We are jumping on this. And I can tell you from this side of the fence, it is so worth it to take action immediately to get what you want. Yes, there is pain associated with paying double rent, but that is what we have to deal with if we want to take action immediately. Yes, there's going to be some pain associated with changing habits getting used to counting carbs, measuring out your food, pre-bolus timing, sitting there and staring at your plate going, ugh, I got 15 more minutes before I can eat. Yeah, that's annoying, I know, but it's part of the deal if you want to have those stable blood sugars. The pre-bolus in most cases, obviously I can't say overall, but in most cases is going to be one of the major keys to you getting control of your blood sugars. You have to determine your non-negotiables. And we're going down a few different paths right now. I wanna rein it back in to let you know that only you can decide to take care of your diabetes. Only you can decide when enough is enough. And it's time to take action, to seek out new possibilities, to learn, understand, experiment, and grow into the person that you deserve to be. Only you can take that step. Now, recognize there are a multitude of opportunities for you to learn about diabetes, to get coached on diabetes, to go talk to doctors and endocrinologists and dietitians and certified diabetes educators. There is a plethora of resources available to you, but you have to take the first step. Nobody else can take that for you. No one's going to reach out and go, hey, do you need some help with your diabetes? No, especially not during COVID because <laughs> no one's going to reach their hand out to you. But what you have to do is decide for yourself, is it worth it? Do I deserve my best future possible? Because actions that you take today will impact your future. And those actions can be good or bad. You decide, hey, I am not going to take my insulin for the next two months straight. Do you think that's going to impact your future? Do you think you're going to pay for that at some point? Yes. Yes, you will. Or if you decide, hey, today's the day that I'm going to go research. I'm going to go learn about blood sugars. Uh, or if I don't want to research, maybe I'm going to go watch YouTube videos on Matt's channel and learn about pre-bolus and how to find my bolus and what exercise does to blood sugars, how to exercise properly. Do you think that's going to have a positive impact on your future? You can bet that it will. But it all boils down to one thing. Will you accept complacency, the thing that will kill you, and your dreams, and your future? Or will you be intentional with your time, effort, and money? Put it towards a better future. 
Understand that the actions you take today will impact your future whether you like it or not. So a phrase that I like to tell myself in all areas of life, not just diabetes, is avoid complacency, be intentional. Let's go together. Avoid complacency, be intentional. Do not let yourself get comfortable with your goals, with your diabetes, with your job, with your relationships. Avoid complacency in every area of your life. Be intentional with your time, energy, and money. Be intentional. And I guarantee you it will have a positive impact on your future. So, you have one of two options right now, moving forward, right? One, you can look at your life. Go ahead, take a look around. Look at your relationships, your health, your wealth, your living situations, your diabetes, and say, you know what, it's good enough. I don't need to change anything. I'm surviving, right? I'm not, I'm not actively dying. That is complacency. Own it, all right? Or two, you can take a look around and say, A, right now, I need to make a change. Because this, this surrounding me is not how I imagined my life to be. I deserve better than this. And then imagine your future. Where do I want to be? Do I want my blood sugars to be in range 70, 80, 90 plus percent of the time? Do I want to have stable and predictable blood sugars? Do I want to actually know what my insulin to carb ratio is instead of guessing at it? Yes. Most people, I can say, would say yes to that. Okay, great. I want to move toward that pleasure and away from the immediate pain that is in my current life. When my blood sugars are wacky, frustrating, unpredictable, keeping me up late at night. I don't know what I can eat. I don't know if I can exercise. Those uncertainties lead you to a lower quality of life and it is your choice today whether you make a change or not. Now, if you're the kind of person that wants to stand up fight back, and decide what your best future looks like, then I got one thing for you, one tip, and you can decide whether you want to do it or not. But that tip is going to be to live with your life in action, take action to live with your diabetes in action. Now you know where this is going probably if you've been watching me for a while. I have a training for you that I did that goes over how I learned from that near-death experience, right? Now, I'll tell you, some of the smartest people in the world, slight tangent here, some of the smartest people in the world learn from their mistakes. That's what makes them the smartest people in the world. The geniuses in the world, the smartest people in the world, will learn from other people's mistakes, trials and errors, shortcomings, because they don't have to learn it on their own. They learn faster and they avoid that pain. Be a genius, be one of the smartest people in the world, and learn from my trial and errors. Learn from my failures. Learn from my near-death experience. Use my rock-bottom experience to change your life today. Now, how do you do that? Easy. You devote 30 minutes. That's right, 30 whole minutes. That's it. 30 minutes to go watch the training that I did for you where I go over that near-death experience. I go over how I used it to turn my life around. And I go over what exact strategies I use currently for myself and for my clients to keep blood sugars in a stable and predictable range through any activity, meal, whatever you want in life. Go watch that training if and only if you are looking to change your future with what you do today. Go to diabetesinaction.com right now. 
diabetesinaction.com. Grab that free training. It's literally 30 minutes that if you pay attention, take notes, and implement into your life, this could be the turning shift that helps you to not only avoid the pain of what diabetes can cause, but also leads you into the future that you deserve. Higher quality of life, living in the moment, enjoying food, being able to exercise, sleep through the night. That is what potential awaits you. So, 30 minutes, grab a pen and notepad, and watch the training at diabetesinaction.com. Make the changes today that your future self will thank you for. I know there's people who needed to hear this because I used to be one of those people. I hope this was the butt kick that you needed to see that life does not have to remain as it is. You just got to step out of complacency and be intentional. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep up the fight.